You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women to be the best versions of themselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever. And most importantly, maintain your sanity while you do it. So guys, I have a very interesting episode for you today. A couple of weeks ago, my daughter and I were invited to a online story time with a real author. And we actually received that invitation for from another one of my mom entrepreneur friends. Um, she's the owner at Salman Sana. And um, she invited me and I was, of course, really happy because if you listen to any of my other podcast episodes. I think story times are really important for kids. I love doing story time myself for my own kids, um, even done story time for other kids. So anytime there's an opportunity for a story time for me, um, I'm all about it for my little ones. So I was so happy to get invited to this and we had such a great time. And Afterwards, I, I kind of wanted to, to know more about the author and her book and everything. So we ended up connecting. And of course, one thing led to another. And she is here on the podcast today. Her name is Stephanie Coakley. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Clary. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. So the first question that, you know, and again, this is probably the question that everybody hears, but we just have to know is what made you get into writing children's books? Well, I wrote my first children's book when I was in the 11th grade mm -hmm. and it was assignment for class. Oh. We didn't, I didn't know at the time that I would have to read that book to a child. So, I, you know, I wrote the book and then we were informed that we had to read our books. We would go down to the kindergarten classes mm -hmm. and read our books. And I just remember, like, I read my book. I can remember the kid's name. His name was Andrew Jones. Oh, my word. Wow. Like, sat on my lap. <laughs> and he just, like, he was, like, wrapped in what I was saying. He, he was just really attentive and listening to what I was saying. And I thought in that moment, I want to do more of this. I want to write books. I love to read. Mm -hmm. And, like, I do believe, I know that's when it was first sparked. I'm also, it's also my DNA. My grandfather is a pretty, was a pretty prominent pastor in the Bahamas. I'm from the Bahamas. Ah, okay. Is a, he was an excellent orator and an excellent storyteller. And wow. so pastor, you grew up listening to a pastor bring like the Bible and stuff to life. So I, it's in my blood to tell stories. Wow. Wow. What a very nice story. That is great. I mean, you remember that little boy's name. Oh, that was really something that it definitely impressed on you. So, you know, that kind of leads us into, you know, what was your motivation for doing it? And so, you know, the motivation is probably pretty clear kind of at that age that you were, you know, that that I'm sure that that was like a nice feeling, especially for a teenager. It's like, wow, I'm connecting with this little child. But how about now? What is your motivation for being a, a kid's book author? Well, actually, I wrote Tire the Dreamer uh, quite a long time ago. And that's that's a whole story. But I, I wanted to write children's books, but I also wanted to get some training and some education. So uh, whenever I had an opportunity, I took a class mm -hmm. on children's book writing. And once again, a part of the assignment was to create your story, create your characters, come up with your theme identify what you want to thread through your story and what you want that, like the impact to be. Mm. And so I wrote the book and I was 
all set to like publish the book. And then I got stuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, and you know, I, I've heard that from a lot of, of different um, women who want to publish books is that, you know, once you get to publishing, you know, and that was kind of another question that I had for you was how difficult was the process for you? Cause you actually went the route of going through a publisher, it looks like, right? So how difficult, yeah, how difficult was that? Well, that took a very long time. Initially, my goal was to self-publish. Mm-hmm. The publishing industry is like an industry. And if you don't know it, you're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And what happened for me was I needed an illustrator. So I spent a lot of time and critical energy looking for an illustrator. And when I would identify one, things would fall through. And, you know, as life would have it, I would spend some time trying to publish the book and then I wouldn't stop. And I would, so fits of stopping and starting. And I realized like that was not working. My book was no closer to being published than it was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, earlier in 2020, I saw um, the woman who was my publisher, AK Classic Books. Mm-hmm. She that she had published like all these books this that year like in 2019 and I said well let me let me try to touch base with her and find out like what do I need to do right right the rest is history because just by connecting myself with somebody who actually knew what they were doing and who was familiar with the industry and I I really value expertise and it just it was meant to but I do believe that it was meant to happen in 2020 so, you know, the other thing that this kind of brought to mind is the importance of kids reading books. And especially right now, because, you know, the pandemic has also, I feel like, increased screen time, which, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to survive. I'm not going to be, you know, judgmental if, you know, we, we have to use more screen time. But the power of books. Um, I've been trying to incorporate more um, books during this time with um, my little ones. And I feel like with this book, Ty the Dreamer, it also encourages little ones to get back into books. And I just want to ask you, why do you think it's so important for little ones to read books? Well, I think it's so important because it helps to develop language skills, reading, writing, vocabulary, comprehension. Um, the, the other thing I love about reading is you don't have to rely on anybody else. You can do reading as a solo activity. And the other thing about it, 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 it inspires or it helps with creativity and imagination. And it helps you to see what's possible, creates things like optimism and future mindedness, goal setting. Like these are all life skills. You don't just need them as a five, six, and seven-year-old. You need them as a teenager. You need them as a young adult. You need them as a middle-aged person. So these are life skills. Like reading is a life skill. Absolutely. You can do it from the first time you started reading until the end of your life. It is a life skill and it's so enjoyable. It's relaxing. I think reading is a leisure and it um, versus planning a trip and buying a book like it's cost effective as well. It's, it's cost effective leisure. So those are many of the reasons why I think reading is amazing. 
That is absolutely true because, you know, all these little games and stuff that, you know, handheld this and that, it's like, okay, you need batteries, you need all this stuff, you need, let me buy coins, give me your credit card for that. It's like, look, if you can get them hooked on a book, you know, they're going to get more benefit out of it and they're much more cost effective. You know what I mean? You make a very good point there. I think another thing that it does too is when you curl up with your child with a book, I think, and every child is a little bit different, you know what I mean? So every, we all have to take what I'm saying, you know, and and apply to your own situation. But I think for most kids, it also helps with their concentration. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Because they get into this mode of like, okay, this is unwind time. This is listening. This is being reflective. This is looking at something on a page and figuring out what's going on. And I love like that age, you know, like, starting at around one, when they start looking at the pictures and they're trying to figure out what's going on. So they got to rely on your voice mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to bring out what's not. And so that's what you're saying. That's where the language skills come in because it starts all that to going. Um, just listening Absolutely. to your voice, how you read it. And before you know it, they start seeing, okay, that's an A. She said, ah, you know, they put it together. They really, really do. So, and I like your book too, because um, it was entertaining and kept the attention of a pretty, big age group you know Mm -hmm. my little ones being on the lowest end you know like toddler age and there were some kids on there that were like look like over 10 Mm -hmm. in our um group story time and they were just as entertained by the book as the little ones were you know and vice versa so when you have a book that can that can keep the attention of a a big gap to like Mm -hmm. that an age difference then you know you ought to release something good too, you know, I feel. Yeah, thank you. And I, and I think it's because of dreaming. Like we, you don't have to like be five years old to dream. Like you are dreaming, baby. Um, it's about, you know, you have to be able to talk, to like talk, say what you were dreaming about, but everybody. Right. And so I think it that that's the thread that goes through all age groups. Beautiful, beautiful. That's so true. So true. So you kind of gave me like a little bit of info that, you know, you kind of started, you know, your, your journey with what you wanted to publish some years back, but what was that, you know, why did you want to publish that particular book or maybe who is tied the dreamer? Um, is there, was there a significant personal story there for you? Well, okay. A couple of, qu- couple of questions in that one. Why did I want to publish Ty the Dreamer? Well, that was the book that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And went to that. I've written several other children's books that have yet to be published. Mm-hmm. So um, Ty the Dreamer was my first book. And I wanted to get that one out. Mm-hmm. Ty is somewhat personal because um, her name is from Queen Ty. And back when I was writing this book, I was reading a lot of African-American literature mm-hmm. and from the continent and I, I that resonated with me because it was royalty and so mm. a little girl who who was a strong character but also who personified in her name royalty oh wow how nice I love that and what that's something that I think little girls you know all the little girls need to hear that you know what I mean because it, it's just encouraging for them and empowering for them you know that because you get there's just so much stuff going on nowadays and I think it's good for little girls to start looking at themselves and in that kind of way a more positive and strong way 
from the beginning, I think that's really helpful for sure. Wow. Absolutely. Things like self-esteem mm -hmm. are developed through the literature and the media that we consume. Yep. By creating opportunities for young women to see themselves as queens or little princesses, amongst other things, scientists. Yes. Successful business women. Uh, the vice president of the United States, <laughs> the United States, that starts early. Yes. And it can start with a book. That's so true. And I have to say, that's one thing that I liked about um, sitting in your story time was that um, the book was very well written and very encouraging for kids to actually dream. You know what I mean? It's like, it kind of takes you through a journey of, you know, what what dreams are about. And and towards the end of the book, it's like, okay, what are your dreams? You know what I mean? So it gets kids to kind of thinking like, you know, what are my aspirations in life? And yeah. what do I want to do? And, and that's important for kids to do because, you know, there's adults walking around that don't know. And that's okay. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But the younger you can kind of start to have that kind of thought process, I think the steadier, you know, you're going to be and, and, and the better it is, you know. So, yeah, that was I, I really did, you know, like that about your book. Um, so why do you think? Because I remember, you know, and again, when we had when we were in the story time at the end, you did something which was really nice, which was you had the kids you know, share their, their dreams, share their, you know, what their dreams were and what they want to do. And they did such a good job, all those kids. That was the cutest thing ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, we, we dream at, as babies. So everybody dreams and has the capacity to dream. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if enough emphasis is placed on people's, our dreams. Mm -hmm. That's what's one of the things I also want to, to uh, promote with Tide Dreamer because everybody does it. Right, right. So that's, that's the reason why you want to encourage, you want to encourage people to dream. It's important to encourage people to dream, especially for kids, like we're talking about, but also for adults as well, because, you know, I think something that's interesting that happens, you know, like with adults is I feel like there comes a point when we stop dreaming. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that kills, it kills like our, our aspirations. It kills our life in some ways. You know what I mean? So although this is a, a good kid's book for all us moms out there, I think is, you know, or even or whomever you are, even if you're just in a situation where you can read with kids or you just get your hands on this book, I think it's good because it will encourage you too. To, to remember, yeah, you know, dreaming is important. It's important to set those things out and know what your dreams are and work towards them, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I say that the book is for the young, but it's also for the young at heart. Mm -hmm. And as long as we're still here, we are, we can, we, we have dreams and we can make those dreams a reality. It's about putting in the work, as you mentioned though, like you have to put in the work to make your dreams a reality. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, again, back with the, the story time we had, and I think you've done a lot of um, story times, you know, and, and everything, which I think is nice. I have not seen, you know, the authors of the books doing the virtual story times like that. I think that is a great way 
for kids to put a really nice picture together because it's like, okay, this is the book that I'm reading. Maybe they got it online or whatever. And then they get to meet the person who wrote the book. I think that also empowers them because it's like, okay, look at, look at what she did. She wrote this book and everyone's able to purchase it. Oh, maybe I would want to be an author one day. So it gets that in them too, you know, doing this. That was such a good idea. And I just love that, you know, and because afterwards, me and my daughter, we talked about it. I said, you know, she wrote that book. And she said, oh, she wrote the book. So it like, it just gave her something else to think about. Just another way to get those little wheels turning. So since you have been doing, you know, a lot of uh, story times with kids and everything with connection with your book, what is the best feedback that you've gotten from the kids on your book? that you know during your story times or whenever you read to kids with the book well the kids really really love the illustrations mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of feedback about well, one of the things I remember was she looks like me yeah that was nice, <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. and then uh many of the kids have said I really love the illustrations I love the illustrations and then they ask questions about like well why did her dad pinch her nose or why did, why did her friends laugh at her? And so like they, they're trying to comprehend what, you know, what was happening for the character, which is also like a sign that they were invested in Thai, which I love. Yes. 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 Wow. Yeah. That there were, I just remember some of the remarks or some of the ones that were on um, our session and it was all good. They all had such good things to say from the book and you could tell that they were really into it because they were all quiet. You know, kids like to stirring around and they make noise and all this. It was like a pin drop. Everybody was like rapt attention paying attention to the story. So I think that also gives credibility to it was a good story, you know? Um, and it was also being read by um, somebody who was putting a lot of energy, you know, the right energy into the, the reading. So it was with enthusiasm, with energy. Mm-hmm. With- yes, yes. That, and that makes, especially for kids, you know, it, it's good when you have that reading. Virtual. I, I really enjoyed, um, uh, and I, I'm sorry, I, I can't remember her name, who you Christina? had. Christina? That's right, Christina. Um who read for you that day, but I, I like your voice too. I think you could do it. Hey, you know, I'm just saying, you know. So, but. you know, the readers and dreamers, those were actually, um, many of them, kids read. Mm. Owners of the book read to their friends. And that worked really well as well. Right. Another way to connect these friend groups um, and, and highlight somebody's reading one of their peers reading. Yeah, that's important too, because kids also feed off of other kids. That's a very good point. Um, Okay, so we have heard so many good things about your book. And I'm sure the next question for um, everybody is going to be, where can we purchase the book? So um, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, I'm gonna go ahead now and do a screen share so you can take a look and see where the book is available. So um, this is your page where they can where they can find it. This is on ithacabooks.com and this is the yes. Tie the Dreamer um, page. And the book is only $15, guys. And I have to say, I really do like the illustrations too. I like, I love that that type of art. It's, it's very cute. It's very 
um, relatable and the kids seem to to connect with it. And I like the fact that the one little girl said, hey, she looks like me. You know, it's always nice to see books that are um, inclusive and, and show people, show us, you know, mm-hmm. show difference, you know, not just the same old stuff. So I really, I really like the book. Um, so yeah, it's really easy, guys. You can just add it to your cart right here. Has all the information on the book, which is really nice. Now, the other thing that I would recommend, um, ladies, is uh, everybody's plugged in on social media. I would definitely recommend following I Am Ty the Dreamer on Instagram. And on this page, you can see everywhere, um, everything that Stephanie is offering with this book. So you can see kids with the book, or this cute little girl here. You know, um, you're able to see, you know, Ty, the dreamer, the book itself, you know, and a little bit more information there and some of the cute illustrations, too, that have been done. So I would definitely recommend um, giving that a follow as well, because I'm sure that you'll have updates here and all that information for them. Absolutely. Uh, Events, story time, virtual. And just stay tuned (laughs) to come. There's lots to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because this is just your first one and you already said you've already gotten some other ones in the mix. So this is great. Well, I'm excited to see more. I think this is a great book. It's um, very encouraging for little ones and something that we need, you know, it's just, we need more of these types of books. So, yeah, you know, um, Clary, I just want to say like last year when I, when I published the book, I thought last year we had a lot of despair. And I thought, like I said, it's a perfect time for us to, to publish a book about dreaming. Dreaming, dreaming big, and dreaming about what's possible for our future. I love that. You're so right. And I have to say, too, that's no easy feat um, starting a new venture in a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, And I have to say, you know, kudos to you. And there's so many um, females that I've been able to meet with doing this podcast that are doing the same, you know, not this, or maybe it's another type of business, but we're Mm -hmm. using this opportunity. And I think this is, is tied in with your book. We're in this situation with the pandemic, but we can still dream and We 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 can still dream and we can still make things happen, even in this very strange and um, for most people, sad situation. Mm-hmm. So um, it was encouraging. It, the book was very encouraging. Thank you so much. That makes me so happy because that's really what I want to do. Encourage and inspire people to read and to dream. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, I have really enjoyed this time that I've had to really just kind of sit down with Stephanie. Like I said, I enjoyed um, having a session with her and, you know, getting in touch with her on Instagram, and everything, and really enjoyed the book as well. So um, I hope you guys have found all this information to be encouraging. I hope that you will go ahead and check out the book, Tie the Dreamer. And thank you so much for listening to Work It, Mommy. Have a great day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.